The following program is not intended for children under 13, even though 13 is the spookiest of numbers. It contains coarse language, mature content, stories about ghosts, it's kind of spooky, and also I am not responsible for the things that come out of my wife's mouth. Listen at your own risk. Hi! Oh! Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spooky Stories. Ooh! I bet you thought you were listening to a different podcast, but this is, of course, a Spooky Stories, and I am your ghost co-host, Mamacomb, and I'm the kooky one. And I'm the spooky one, Kaya, and today we are going to be taking another virtual trip to Vancouver and making a stop in Gastown. Oh, cool. Uh, didn't we already do that? Yeah, so we've been to Gastown before when we talked about the Headless Brakeman, but I have another story for you today. Okay, is it spooky? It is spooky. Uh, can we talk about tacos instead? Mm, no, we are going to be talking about spaghetti today, though. Oh, spaghetti. As in the old spaghetti factory. I, I'm willing to go there. Is there garlic bread? Um... Yes. Spooky. Let's do it. All right. So the Old Spaghetti Factory in Vancouver, B.C. was actually the first Old Spaghetti Factory to open ever. And it's already making me very hungry. Right? Uh, So it was opened in 1970. Mm -hmm. And uh, the building that it was opened in was once the headquarters of W.H. Malkin Co. Limited, which was a grocery wholesaler. So it seems to make sense. You're putting a restaurant in what used to be a, a grocery wholesaler. Um, so, we love the old spaghetti factory, but did you know that the one in Vancouver, yes, we do. Are we sponsored by the old spaghetti factory? No, but I would love to be. Yes, hit us up if you are the old spaghetti factory or associated with the the old old spaghetti spaghetti factory. factory. Um, so the one in Vancouver is actually one of the most haunted places in Western Canada. What? Yeah. There are... Do they serve spaghetti? (laughs) So... What's actually funny is I was going to call this episode the Old Spookgetty Factory. Uh-huh. Um, so that's funny that you said that. Okay, there you go. Because <laughs> I didn't even tell you that. That's true. Exactly. Uh, so the restaurant has acquired a multitude of antique paraphernalia from around the world, creating a uniquely decorated dining experience, but also quite a few unique spirits who call the Old Spaghetti Factory home. So is it Ripley's Believe It or Not slash Old Spaghetti Factory? Because I know these like hipsters are all about That's like combining things that don't belong basically together. Basically what it is. Um, so there are four main ghosts in residence at the restaurant that we are going to be talking about today. Are they like trapped and in jars or something? Uh, they're not in jars, but they are trapped here for some reason. Okay. Yeah. So the first one we're going to talk about. Maybe they never got the garlic bread they're waiting on. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. I can tell you're upset, so maybe I'll just let you tell me the story. Yeah. Yeah? Can I can I continue now? I guess so. Okay. Uh, so the first ghost that we're going to talk about is known as the tram conductor. The tram? The tram conductor. Not the tram conductor. No. Okay. Tram. It's new. Uh, so in 1969, just prior to the restaurant opening, an old trolley car was acquired and installed. It, inside of the restaurant? Inside the restaurant. 
Yep. It was How once, big is this freaking restaurant? It's it's pretty big. It's in like an old, basically like an old warehouse. Wow. So it's pretty big. Damn. Yeah. Uh, so the trolley was actually once a part of the British Columbia Electric Railway Company's fleet of electric trams um, and was trolley number 53. Okay. So now it resides in the old spaghetti factory. It's been restored. Um... And you can, like, actually sit in it and eat in it. They have tables and stuff in it. What is it about restaurants that make me completely okay with eating there if there's spooks? Right? I don't get it. Like, anywhere else, I'm just like, no, I'm not staying there. But Um, I want to eat at all the spooky places. Yeah. So, the trolley was built in 1904 and served as a public transit trolley in and around Vancouver until 1957, when it and dozens of other trolley cars were decommissioned in favor of the diesel and electric buses that are used in the city today. So our first haunting comes in the form of a tram conductor who frequents the dining trolley car. Oh, my best friend actually just became a train conductor, so that's really cool. Uh, so what's his deal, this this tram conductor? What's his story? So there's Does a couple... he just really like spaghetti? So there's a couple different stories about his origins. Um, One that's probably a little more likely than the other. So the first one is that he may have been attached to the tram car when they installed it in the restaurant. So not sure, like, maybe he, you know, was a tram conductor of this car. And then when he passed away, he's like, I'm just going to hang out with it. Who knows? Um, The second story, which is probably unlikely is that he may have been killed in a railway collision in the tunnels that run under the building, but the trolley cars all ran at street level. So that story is bullshit. Pretty unlikely that that's what it is. Unless he was just like a really big fan of trains and trams. Just like hung out in the tunnels. Just hang out in the tunnels all the time. Or, I mean, like maybe this opens up another theory. Maybe that is what it was, or maybe it was just somebody who was down there and jumped in front of a train. Um, to... And now he gets to live his love of trains by being a ghost tram conductor. Yeah, um, but it was probably somebody from you know way back because it's said that his spirit appears to be wearing a vintage uniform. So the first origin story is probably the most likely. There's mm-hmm. probably that's something that happened with the tram car while he was a conductor back before it was decommissioned. I like the idea of like a ghost tram conductor who doesn't realize that the trolley doesn't run anymore and he's right. just like all aboard. This <laughs> is making all the noises like it's I pretending mean, to drive it. Maybe that's what he does. Like um, a child who's like in yeah, the car and is like right. beep beep move out of the way. Yeah. So many staff and guests have reported seeing the conductor in and around the trolley car. He's said to sit at the same dining table in the car late at night and some have even caught images of him climbing into the car so the table your theory might actually be right because maybe the table that he's always seen sitting at is like where he sat when he drove the the trolley car yeah maybe right maybe um which theory of mine is right that he really likes spaghetti no or that he's like a little child he doesn't realize that like he's in a restaurant now so (laughs) he's still and that he's still driving the trolley car yeah that's probably more likely uh He's known to move cutlery around, causing it to appear as if it's moving on its own. I don't know how many times we have to say on this podcast, dear ghost friends, stop playing with the cutlery 
it's dangerous. I think the whole restaurant should just switch to plastic right. cutlery because if the Probably ghosts safer. are going to be throwing that stuff around, right? at least plastic forks don't You're fly You're less well. likely to get a plastic fork stuck in your eyeball exactly. than a metal one. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so it's also been claimed that he's responsible for causing unexplainable frigid spots. Um, we've talked about this before. Ghosts are known to hey, cause like cold spots. Let's stop here for a second because i got to tell you, when it comes to eating... I hate being cold in restaurants, okay? Right? Who doesn't? I, I always wear a sweater or a coat because even I cannot when, eat if it's cold. Even when we're going out, we're like, take a jacket, take a sweater. It's always cold in restaurants. If y'all ghosts are going to be just putting little cold pockets everywhere where I'm trying to eat, then I'm not going to go visit, okay? So just like, if you're hearing this, if you're listening to it, ghosts, like, I'm going to come by. I'm going to try out your restaurant. I don't care if we're going to haunt it. Just like, don't. Don't, you know, make my freaking space cold. Please stop making cold pockets so my husband will go visit all these spooky restaurants yes. with me. Also, I really like the idea of them switching to plastic forks and knives. And then when people are like, why is everything plastic? Oh, we just have these ghosts just that just throw ghosts. things around all the time. And yeah. it's just safer, you know. Yeah. Got to get OH&S off our backs. <laughs> Uh, so he's also been known to call out the names of longtime employees. And just so they're just like working away. Frank. And he'll just like call them. Frank. Yeah. Something wrong with the trolley. So, um, so that is our tram conductor ghost. Uh, so we can move on to the next one, mm-hmm. who is known as the Little Red Man. <laughs> yep. Uh, so the second spirit. And he lives in your spaghetti. <laughs> is said to be a small, mischievous <sighs> spirit with a ruddy face and bright red hair. It's a me, a Ginger Mario. <laughs> I kind of like, act, that's kind of actually like what I pictured. You'll understand why that was like what I pictured. He's just jumping around, As like trying know. to like knock out blocks and kill turtles. Yeah. You know. uh, so he is referred to as the Little Red Man or Looky Lou. Or Ginger Mario, or Ginger as I Mario. like to call him. Um, this spirit enjoys strolling through the kitchen and will call out staff members by name. And he also likes to surprise women in the ladies' room. <laughs> Hence, Lucky Lou. It's a me. Hello. <laughs> uh, so on one occasion, two ladies saw this small spirit leave one of the washroom cubicles dressed in a red shirt and red long johns. After looking at the ladies and laughing mischievously, he left through the washroom door. <laughs> I'm going to continue because you're just laughing. When they exited the washroom, the man was nowhere to be seen, and no one else had seen him exit. Apparently, one of the women tried to take a photo of the man as well, but when they had the photo developed, he was just a blur. Huh. Just a blur. Like ghosts tend to be. Uh Huh. We learned about that in, uh... I feel like this is the old Spaghetti Factory's, like, terrible attempt at creating a mascot for themselves. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Like the Noid with pizza. Yeah. Uh, no one knows who the Little Red Man is or why he chose to haunt the restaurant, but they do know he's a devilish little thing that won't go away. And he loves a spaghetti. He loves a spaghetti. So, yeah. So, that's our second ghost. Our third ghost is a little boy who is named Edward. Okay. Yeah. Name only known because it was told to the staff at the restaurant by a psychic who visited. Yeah. So Edward is a fairly new ghost. 
to the old spaghetti factory, having first appeared in early 2012. Most restaurants, they have like a new menu <laughs> or like, you know, kids eat free on Fridays. But the old spaghetti factory in Vancouver, Gastown, they're like, oh, we got a new ghost for 2012. Yeah. Introducing little child Edward. So... He was either a spirit attached to a newly acquired item, because like we said, they collect shit from all over the world, or a popular theory that is out there is that he came through a vortex located at the back of the building. (laughs) This vortex is said to be a portal to another dimension or realm, possibly allowing spirits to travel between another world and ours. I absolutely love this. Yeah. It's so great. So Edward is one of the more spooky haunters of the old spaghetti factory uh, and has even caused a staff member to quit immediately and never return. I love the idea of them doing a seance as a commercial and (laughs) the psychic being like, Edward's telling me, yes, seniors eat free at 6 p.m. on Fridays. (laughs) Maybe. So this staff member who quit... Uh, was closing up late one night and was busy resetting tables for the next day when a little boy ran past her towards the back of the restaurant. She thought that he was a lost child, got locked in the restaurant with her, who knows? Uh, So she followed him to try and help him. But when she finally caught up to him hiding under a table, he turned around to look at her with large black empty eye sockets. So she saw this, she ran to the manager, told him what she saw, and peaced the fuck out. (laughs) She's like, bye, I'm out, done. I love the idea of this little child, just like, are you lost? (laughs) (laughs) Which is like these empty eye sockets. Yeah. Yeah. So the spirit of Edward is said to bend cutlery. There are many stories of... See? Plastic forks. Right? Fix that right for you. Uh, There are many stories of staff finding the cutlery all bent, but when they go to get someone to show them and they come back, the cutlery is all back to normal. Because there is no spoon. Of course, right. In 2015, another server had an encounter with Edward. She spotted him run towards the back of the restaurant, and he ducked under a table. When she grabbed the manager to help her, they found the boy had disappeared, and all the cutlery had been placed on the table was now in a pile on the center. So he just, like... Put it all in the middle of the table. Oh, man, that would drive you nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be pissed. <laughs> Especially after I just spent, like, hours resetting all the tables for the next day. I'd Putting be the salad for livid. Here and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. There have also been customers who have seen the little boy, including one who was sitting in a row of booths near the entrance when she saw the reflection of a small boy in a mirror on the back wall. So she's, like, sitting in the booth, and across from her is a mirror. Mm-hmm. And she sees a small boy. He was spinning around a narrow column near the front desk. And when she turned to look at him just to be like, oh, isn't that cute? He disappeared. He was just gone. Gotcha. Yeah. So that is the ghost of Edward. Uh-huh. Yep. I feel like what happened there is that, like, some people came, brought their children to a restaurant that they shouldn't have brought him to because he's a hyperactive little shit. Mm-hmm. And then everyone died, including the child. And the child's just like, ha, 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 now I can just run around and be a child in a restaurant. So they died in the restaurant? Yeah, probably. 
I feel like we would have known if somebody died. He's just in he kids. sounds like a normal child in a restaurant to me. That's what I'm trying to get With at here. No eyes. I mean, that part's a little different. Yeah. I like the Vortex story, personally. I, li- I really like the Vortex yeah. story. Um, okay, so our fourth and final ghost that we are going to be talking about doesn't have a name, but some refer to her as Pennywise 2. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the final ghost is a little girl who often appears to just be sitting at a table by the front window, and she sits there alone holding a single red balloon and looking quite sad. Because nobody got her any crayons. Maybe. There's no stories of who she is, where she came from, but she has had lengthy conversations with both guests and staff. About what? A friend of the general manager claims that the little girl told him that she was looking for her mother. So she's just like a lost little girl. Not sure what happened. But when the person actually went to, like, grab the manager and came back, the little girl was gone. And that's all we know about her. But she appears quite often. Really? Yeah. So... Speedy recap? Speedy recap. All right. So in this week's episode, we travel back to Vancouver to the Gastown District to visit the first ever old spaghetti factory that opened in 1970. They were hoarders. They collected a lot of random shit, so making it also like a museum uh, on top of the restaurant we learned about the tram conductor ghost who haunts the tram that is located inside the restaurant probably either waiting for his food or doesn't realize that he's dead and is just wanting to transport everybody to where they're supposed to go next we traveled to the women's washroom to learn about looky loo or the little red man who likes to freak women out as they're going pee um ginger pervy mario ginger pervy mario Then we learned about Edward, who is the newest ghost to the old spaghetti factory. He didn't arrive until about 2012, probably came through a vortex. Who knows? Um, That seems like a plausible reason for him to show up. And then finally, we have Pennywise 2, the little girl who sits at the front table just holding a single red balloon, looking quite sad and just disappears, probably to eat your soul. So, based on everything I've told you today, do you believe the old spaghetti factory is haunted? Why do you think so many spirits would call this restaurant home? And would you visit and dine with these ghosts? Well, I absolutely love the idea of, like, all the ghosts and the the portal being open because they just, like, gathered all these artifacts from, like, Papua New Guinea or, like, (laughs) some, like, dead version of Ripley's Believe It or Not. So, um, I mean, I think that it's possible that there's some juju going on there. Um, I love the idea of a portal (laughs) into the nether realms or whatever you want to say is in the back of an old spaghetti factory in Vancouver. I think that's just a wonderful story and, uh, I love it. Um, but yeah, I'd eat there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not big on the old spaghetti factory unless they start paying us, but, um, yeah, I'd eat there. Cool. Uh, So based on everything you learned today, if you had to give this story a spooky rating out of 10, what would you give it? I would give it um, seven pervy Marios. Actually, you know what? I liked it a lot. I'd give it eight pervy Marios, uh, pervy ginger Marios out of 10 red balloons. Awesome. Well, listeners, we'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode this week. And until next time, we hope you Uh, keep it a spooky. Ooh. It's me, a perfect ginger Mario!